This is Help Wanted, the show that makes your work work for you. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm money expert Nicole Lappin. On Tuesdays, Jason and I answer the helpline and help callers solve their work problems. And on Thursdays, I give you one way to improve your work and build a career or company you love. And it starts now. You work hard, but you cannot give yourself a break. Maybe you want just a day to relax or an hour to catch up with a friend or some time to indulge in a hobby, but you cannot shake that nagging feeling of, I should be working. There's something waiting for me, something that needs me. Today, I'm going to help you relax, and I'm going to give you a daily habit to relieve that pressure. And to start, I will tell you about my own struggle with this. I call it my work people paradox. So, okay, here's a question worth asking. What refuels you? Like, when you're feeling tired, what restores your energy? For me, it is people. I love spending time with people, catching up with friends, making new ones. But I have two little kids, which means that I cannot go out most evenings. I am home with the family. And that means that my best time to see other people to engage in ideas, to kick things around, to just get that energy from other people that I love is during the workday. And I struggle to make plans during the workday. Why? Because, you know, I'm worried about missing time for work. And this is the paradox. This is the work people paradox. Seeing people would restore my energy and help me do better work but I don't see people enough because I'm worried about work. I want to fix this. So I have been asking myself, how can I feel more comfortable with using work time to see people? And then I found an answer, and it, it came actually from some unexpected advice that I heard on this very show, Help Wanted. It's a question of measurement, isn't it? All right, so here's the context. As you know, um, I co-host this podcast with my friend Nicole Lappin, and we have both been through the absolute hell of launching books, you know, like putting a book out into the world, the book launch. These launches are crazy stressful. You spend years working on a book, and then just boom, it's like it's out in the world all of a sudden. Just one day it's out and nobody seems to care and its success rests solely upon you. And so you are just hustling and using every connection you have and it is exhausting. And when Nicole's first book came out, she she did exactly that. She did the thing that you do. She hustled and promoted like crazy, but it never felt like enough. And then, as she said on a recent previous episode of this show, someone gave her this advice. They said to her, before your book comes out, you must clearly define what a successful launch is to you. Because I never felt like I was successful or I never felt like I was doing enough to be successful. I wasn't doing enough events. I wasn't doing enough press. I wasn't selling enough books. That, of course, is Nicole. And that comes from an episode we did in September called, I Want My Book to Become a Bestseller. Help! And Nicole said that this advice was really powerful for her because she had no idea what enough was. She'd never defined it. But I never actually answered the questions for myself of what that looks like. How many appearances were success? 
How many sales were success? How many press hits were success? And if I didn't really put a number on that, I was destined to constantly feel like I was spinning and constantly feel like I was a failure. This is such a simple, powerful observation. And I remember being on that call, recording that episode, and thinking to myself, as Nicole was speaking, you know, this, uh, this is valuable for me <laughs> when I think about my own next book launch, because I made the same mistake with mine. But also, more importantly, this goes way beyond books. We work so hard in every aspect but we rarely measure our effort against a specific goal. And as a result, we give ourselves no sense of progress. And if we have no sense of progress, how can we ever feel at rest? Which made me wonder, what if we defined success every day? When we think of success, success, we often think big and broad, you know, a successful life, a successful career, the culmination of years of work. But success can also be measured in smaller ways. We are always working towards something, some current project, some specific goal. Ask yourself right now, what does success look like to you today? I bet you have an answer. Maybe it's making headway on one project or finishing a smaller one or responding to a few time-sensitive needs. I don't know. Whatever it is, there's something that you are setting out to do today. Accomplishing them is success. Okay. Uh, next, ask yourself this. What does success look like to you this week? Again, I'm sure you have an answer. Maybe some things need to be finished by Friday or at least in better shape, whatever. Now you have an objective to measure your efforts against, which means that you can check in on your progress. You can ask things like, am I on track for this week's goals? Which of these five priorities are done? If I step away, will they still be on track? If the answer here is yes, yes, and yes, then you're in a good place, which means you can put the computer down and take a breath. This is how we can give ourselves permission to step away. It's not by just saying, oh, everything else will be on hold. It's by literally making sure that we understand what we are working towards on a granular level and then recognizing that we're doing it. And if we're doing it, then we don't have to be so hard on ourselves. We can use our time more freely. I'll give you an example for myself. So a few weeks ago, I traveled to Toronto for a speaking gig, and I landed there in the afternoon, and I had a few hours free. Now, I have a friend who lives in Toronto, and I told him I was coming, and he had offered to round up a few of his friends that he thought I would like, and we would get coffee and cookies, because <laughs> he's really into cookies, and you know, how do you say no to cookies? But at first, I thought, yeah, you know, that sounds great, but maybe I should get some work done instead. And on many other trips, because I, I travel a fair amount, I, I, I would work. I'd just work. I would work nonstop. I would arrive in a new city. I would go to the hotel, and I would peck away at the computer until night. But that time in Toronto, I stopped and thought, all right, what are my goals this week? I thought about the things I needed to do. I accounted for which of them are done or are on track, and I realized I'm in good shape 
things are moving. Goals are achievable. <laughs> there is plenty of time for cookies. So I went and I will have you know, my friend bought a lot of cookies, like a lot of cookies. I had to bring them home <laughs> to travel back to New York with all those cookies, which <laughs> made my uh, kids very happy. But anyway, we all had a blast and we even talked about how we all wish we stepped away from work more often, but we often don't feel able to. But we in Toronto, that little cookie crew, we did that day. And I made new friends as a result. It was totally a highlight of my week. And this is available to you too. People often say you must make the time for things, but I don't like that. How do you make the time? Is it at a time factory? No. Well, here's what you do. You use the time because you already have it. These hours are already yours. They always have been. But if you can't recognize this, then your time will never truly feel like your own. So set your goals. Envision your success. Move towards it. And then, on a very regular basis, step back and ask yourself, am I on track? Yes? Then how else can I use this time? That was an essay from my newsletter. It's called One Thing Better. It is a companion newsletter to Help Wanted, and I also read them here on Help Wanted, as you might know. And you can find that newsletter at onethingbetter.email. Just go to a web browser and type in onethingbetter.email each week on One Thing Better, one way to be happier and more effective at work so you can build a career or company you love, which is just like the mission statement of Help Wanted. So... Do you feel successful today? I mean, you listened to this episode, so that counts for something. Go give yourself a break. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoie. Do you want some help? Email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at moneynews and TikTok at moneynewsnetwork for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. 